You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Tuesday, June 21. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet has announced a big shake-up for stamp duty that is intended to help first home buyers enter the housing market. In future, some first home buyers will be offered the choice of either making an upfront stamp duty payment as they do now or opting into an annual property tax. It's part of the state government's housing affordability package that will cost up to $728 million. The choice will be made available to those purchasing a home up to the value of $1.5 million and for those opting out of stamp duty, they will instead pay $400 plus 0.3% of the land value every year. Mr Perrottet says it will lower the barriers for first-home buyers who are trying desperately to get a foot on the ladder. Meanwhile, New South Wales Treasurer Matt Keane has revealed that the state's forecasted budget deficit has more than tripled to $11.3 billion. In the 2021-22 half-yearly review, the deficit was forecast to be $3.6 billion, but that has radically increased, which Mr Keane insists is a positive thing as it reflects a number of key spending measures. That includes $1.3 billion for families with young children under the Brighter Beginnings Affordable Preschool Plan, $520 million over two years for the toll rebate scheme, and $4.5 billion over 10 years to recruit more than 10,000 new health workers, including doctors and nurses for regional hospitals, and $2.9 billion for mental health services. Mr Keane says the investments will deliver for families today and build a brighter, stronger, prosperous tomorrow. In Queensland, the state government has delivered a very different budget to New South Wales by announcing an unexpected surplus of $1.9 billion, after predicting a $1.49 billion deficit just six months ago. State Treasurer Cameron Dick says Queensland is now back in the black after surging coal royalties and land transfer duties significantly lifted government income this year. He also announced that taxes in the state would rise for gambling firms, with taxes on bets rising from 15 to 20 percent, while payroll tax for companies with wage bills of more than $10 million will go up by 0.25 percent. Mr Dick defended the move, saying he hasn't broken an election promise not to raise taxes because it was never made to big international online betting companies headquarters in tax havens or multinational coal companies. 
Just one day after the world governing body of swimming, FINA, announced it would effectively ban trans women from elite competition, a raft of other sporting codes are rushing to follow suit. The International Rugby League has also now introduced a ban on transgender athletes from competing at this year's Women's World Cup. The IRL says the ban will remain in place until more research is done, after which it will introduce a formal transgender inclusion policy. A number of other sports are also reconsidering their position, including FIFA, the world governing body for soccer, and world athletics. A journalist who won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2021 for defending freedom of expression in Russia has sold his gold medal for nearly $150 million, which he will donate to help Ukrainians displaced by the conflict. Dmitry Muratov was the editor-in-chief of the independent newspaper Novaya Gazeta until it was forced to suspend operations shortly after the invasion began in March this year. It followed a warning by authorities in Moscow that anyone who described Russia's actions in Ukraine as a war would face heavy fines or closures. The sale of the medal in New York will benefit UNICEF's humanitarian response for Ukraine's displaced children, with Muratov saying the most important message today is for people to understand that there's a war going on and we need to help people who are suffering the most. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from The Quickie, check out today's deep dive on why it's so cold right now and how that is making it almost impossible to buy a lettuce.